broadcasting live from the KVXL studios at Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. The Frittle Show with Crystal Heath. I've said that we must be cautious in claiming God is on our side. I think the real question we must answer is, are we on his side? Faith, family, freedom. For me, it's very simple. I think we've got to we've got to get the country back on the right track with the most inspiring agenda a voice in the desert now here's crystal heath and hello everyone how you doing how you doing hopefully well don't say good don't say good when somebody says how are you i'm good everybody does it but the grammar incorrect you are not you are not good you are well say i am well so i am well Hope you are well also. And if you're not good or well, stop lying about it. Say, I'm terrible, thanks. Hope you have a great day. <laughs> Be honest. You're listening to The Frittle Show on KVXL LP Experience Liberty Radio 101.1 FM in Las Vegas. Coming to you from Liberty Baptist Church. We're located at 6501 West Lake Mead Boulevard. If you and your family would like to join us, we have church tonight at 7 o'clock. It's going to be an awesome, fun time. Pastor Shore is preaching tonight. That alone makes it worth coming to church because we don't get this privilege often. Our pastor is out of town, so Pastor Shore is filling in. Yeah, I, I told you. I, I told you you should come. Heard it here first. You can call us at 702-647-4522 if you'd like to be part of the show or email radio at experienceliberty.com. And, of course, you can tweet me on the Twitters at the Frittle. All right, we're going to talk about the convention here in just a second. But first, uh, a couple items I want to get to. We talked about Pokemon Go and the craze with Pokemon Go. Got to catch them all. Earlier this week, that podcast you can find on iTunes. If you missed it, I talked about different issues that uh, Christians have with the game and whether Christians should be involved with the game and churches and that kind of thing. Uh, I I found it to be educational. I found my show educational that day. And you might too. You can go check it out on iTunes or soundcloud.com slash the Fertile Show. But I also talked about some of the actual physical dangers of the show. My cousin is, uh, is a nurse at a hospital in Virginia. I believe it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. He came back from work and said that a guy had gotten killed playing Pokemon Go. He stopped his car, got out of the car, got hit by the car, by another car, uh, when trying to catch a Pokemon. Now from uh, KTNV, this is a, a, here, a station here in Nevada, we have a headline, Pokemon Go players in Bosnia are warned to watch for minefields. Minefields. <laughs> A non-governmental organization in Bosnia says it has heard of people wandering into minefields while playing Pokemon Go and is urging them to pay more attention before someone gets hurt. The Pasavina Without Mines organization said Tuesday that some gamers have gone astray in the northern regions of Pasavina. Bosnia is one of the world's most heavily mined countries. Accidents continued after the 1992-95 through war, taking 600 lives and injuring over 1,700 people. Britain's Foreign Office advises travelers don't stray from roads and paved areas without an experienced guide. Unless you have an experienced guide, you should avoid the open countryside and especially destroyed or abandoned buildings, neglected land, untarred roads, woods and orchards, private property, and abandoned villages. A.K.A. If you're not supposed to be there, don't go there. Even if Pikachu is over there, leave Pikachu alone. It's not worth your life. It's not worth breaking the law. It's not worth trespassing to go catch Pikachu. Just don't do it. Pro tip of the day. Uh, Also, I'd ask you to pray for Syria this morning. Uh, A coalition airstrike killed more than 85 civilians, including children, in Syria uh, yesterday evening after the coalition mistook them for Islamic State fighters. We had eight families were hit as they tried to flee fighting in their area in one of the single deadliest strikes on civilians by the alliance since its start of operations in the country. Uh, They believe that Tuesday's bombing was uh, one of the first that was completed by jets taking off from the Inkerlik Air Base in Turkey since it reopened after the failed coup there 
last week. So uh, remember the people of Syria in your prayers. They are going through so much with ISIS, and now we have a an airstrike that killed civilians that were mistaken for ISIS. And it's just it's just tragic what what's what havoc Satan wreaks in our world. Um, we're going to have John Crest, comedian, is going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. He's going to talk about his new um, commercial for his new quote-unquote app, which is called Get Offended. I won't tell you why I'm quote-unquoting it. You can figure it out after you watch the movie and listen to the interview uh, for yourself. The Republican National Convention is continuing. Chris Christie was among the notable speakers last night, as was Governor Scott Walker. Uh, I believe Tiffany Trump spoke last night. And the, the highlight of the evening, I think, was probably Donald Trump Jr. Let's listen to a couple highlights from that. Thank you. Good evening. I'm Donald Trump Jr., I'm the. Thank you. Thank you. I'm the father of five young children, from two-year-old Chloe to Kai, who just turned nine. I'm the husband to Vanessa, an amazing wife and mother, and the son of a great man. I'm an American, and tonight I want to talk to you about the country we live in the country our children will grow up in. For my generation, this is the most important election of our lifetime, one that will determine the future of our country and, in turn, the future of the world. All right, so the audio on that video is kind of crinkly, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that go and just uh, read you part of, part of his speech. He gave an, an really an excellent, excellent speech from Donald uh, Trump Jr. I think if his father learns to talk more like he does uh he will probably win in november because that was just a a really good speech funny thing was after everyone was fussing about melania's plagiarism which i don't know how anyone doesn't say there was some plagiarism there and they should just admit it own up to it move on but then the media found there were lines in donald j trump's speech that they were like plagiarism You've stolen William Buckley's speech and put it in yours, and they're like, "Buckley, how do you feel about this?" And, <laughs> and Buckley's like, "Yeah, actually, I, you know, I, I wrote his speech, so technically, it's not plagiarism because it's my words and I wrote it, which is just fantastic. That 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 had me laughing for a while this morning. If you don't appreciate it, I'm sorry, but it made me laugh. But anyway, so uh, back to Donald J. Trump Jr.'s speech." He, uh, he, I want to read you the end of his speech because I wanted to get there in his audio, but that, that sound was having some issues uh, in my system. So I'm just going to read you the end of it. He said, there's so much work to do. We will not accept the current state of our country because it's too hard to change. That's not the America I know. We're going to unleash the creative spirit and energy of all Americans. We're going to make our schools the best in the world for every, every single American of every single ethnicity and background. We're going to put Americans first, all Americans, not a special class of crony elites at the top of the heap. We're going to elect a president who will work with everyone to pass legislation that will make our country great again. A president who will give us a tax code that will free the American economy and end special loopholes for the wealthy, a president who will give us an immigration law that protects American citizens and gives them jobs, a president who will repeal and replace Obamacare without leaving our most vulnerable citizens without health care, and who will do it without destroying Medicare for seniors as Hillary Clinton has proposed. A president who knows we can't simply delete our problems, but that we have to tackle them head on. A president who won't allow PC culture to put the safety and well-being of our children and our loved ones at stake. A president who won't bow and pander to nations that shudder at the very thought of America's existence. A president more concerned with the safety and comfort of his fellow Americans than the feelings of those hostile nations abroad who, if given the option, would wipe America off the face of this earth. A president not beholden to special interests, foreign and domestic, and one who funded his entire primary run out of his own pocket just to prove it. Okay, well, I'm not even going to comment on that line, but uh, I can 
prove to you later if you would like why that is false. A president who will secure and defend the borders of the United States and who will appoint judges who believe that freedom requires a limited government. A president who won't use the highest office in the land as a path to personal enrichment. A president who's actually created real jobs, who has actually signed the front of a paycheck and who doesn't just talk about it in theory. A president who has real people's families and livelihoods dependent on his success and the success of his company for decades. A president who speaks his mind and not just when it behooves him to do so, who doesn't have to run a focus group or use data analysis to be able to form a simple opinion, who says what needs to be said and not just what you want to hear. A president who will unleash the greatness in our nation and in all of us who will give the hardworking men and women who have built this country a voice once again. That president can only be my mentor, my best friend, my father, Donald Trump. And when we elect him, we'll have done all that. We'll have made America great again, greater than ever before. Thank you and God bless. It, it was it was a very, very good speech. I, I disagreed with some things in it. I have yet to hear a political speech in this election cycle that I agree with everything in it from any candidate. But uh, overall, it was a good speech. It was warm. It was heartfelt. It was likable. I think that the Trump campaign has been really quite smart in putting Trump's family on the stage because they are they are appearing likable. And that is something that Trump, both Trump and Hillary, really, uh, that's the thing they have to overcome, I think, more than anything else. We've talked about this before. It's an unpopularity contest this time around. And Trump's family is making Donald Trump appear likable because they are appearing likable. So I think that that's really, really wise of them. Trump, of course, won't actually officially accept the nomination until... Uh, tomorrow night at the, as the convention concludes, but uh, his son who gave that speech, Donald Trump Jr., was the one who announced North er, New York's candidates rather yesterday at the convention and officially put Trump over the top in the delegate count. Um, all right, I want to hit on one more thing here from the convention before we go to a break, and that is the RNC platform that was voted on and released. Um, I don't remember what day it was now, either Monday afternoon or Tuesday morning. I haven't read the whole thing. It's pretty lengthy. But what I have read from the Republican platform this year, I honestly, I'm impressed. Like for everyone who says there's no difference between Republicans and Democrats, I think you should read the platforms of the two parties. Now, are there politicians in both parties who are just absolutely awful? Yes, there are. But for what the parties say that they stand for, there's some really, really big differences. So I just want to read you part of the platform. Uh, They started out in the introduction. They said, uh, with this platform, we, the Republican Party, reaffirm the principles that unite us in a common purpose. They said, we believe in American exceptionalism. We believe the United States of America is unlike any other nation on earth. We believe America is exceptional because of our historic role, first as refuge, then as defender, and now as exemplar of liberty for the world to see. We affirm, as did the Declaration of independence, that all are created equal, endowed by their creator with inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We believe in the Constitution as our founding document. We believe the Constitution was written not as a flexible document, but as our enduring covenant. We believe our constitutional system, limited government, separation of powers, federalism, and the rights of the people must be preserved uncompromised for future generations. We believe political freedom and economic freedom are indivisible. When political freedom and economic freedom are separated, both are in peril. When united, they are invincible. We believe that people are the ultimate resource and that the people, not the government, are the best stewards of our country's God-given natural resources. And then it goes on. It's it's quite, quite lengthy. Uh, they talk about the fair tax. Um, I think they talk about fair tax. Not, yeah, fair tax. They talk about trade. They talk about um, responsible home ownership, technology. They even threw the electric grid in here, which that's been controversial for some time. But they said this. They said, our nation's interstate electric transmission system has long been a catalyst for developing and delivering low-cost energy while spurring economic growth throughout the United States. The grid is aging, vulnerable to cyber and terrorist threats, and unprepared to serve our energy needs of tomorrow. It should not take 7 to 10 years to plan and construct a transmission line. We support expedited siting processes and the thoughtful expansion of the grid so that consumers and businesses continue to have access to affordable and reliable electricity. I was surprised to see that in there, but I thought it was really quite good. They talked about reducing uh, the debt. They talked about... um, 
um, the Supreme Court and how we should not be putting people on the Supreme Court that are going to legislate from the bench. They affirm religious liberty. They say, we pledge to defend the religious beliefs and rights of conscience of all Americans and to safeguard religious institutions against government control. They talked about the Second Amendment. They talked about the First Amendment. They talked about uh, liberty, privacy. They talked about Uh, With the Fifth Amendment, they went for protecting human life. They said the Constitution's guarantee that no one can be deprived of life, liberty, or property deliberately echoes the Declaration of Independence proclamation that all are endowed by their Creator with the inalienable right to life. Accordingly, we assert the sanctity of human life and affirm that the unborn child has a fundamental right to life which cannot be infringed. We support a human life amendment to the Constitution and legislation to make clear that the 14th Amendment's protections apply to children before birth that's pretty huge they said we oppose the use of public funds to perform or promote abortion or to fund organizations like Planned Parenthood so long as they provide or refer for elective abortions or sell fetal body parts rather than provide health care we urge all states and Congress to make it a crime to acquire, transfer, or sell fetal tissues from elective abortions for research, and we call on Congress to enact a ban on any sale of fetal body parts. In the meantime, we call on Congress to ban the practice of misleading women on so-called fetal harvesting consent forms, a fact revealed by a 2015 investigation. We will not fund or subsidize health care. That includes abortion coverage. It's really good. They continued, the Democratic Party is extreme on abortion. Democrats' almost limitless support for abortion and their strident opposition to even the most basic restrictions on abortion put them dramatically out of step with the American people. They went on to talk about agriculture and energy and different issues. Oh, I forgot uh, marriage. They affirmed marriage as between uh, one man and one woman and the rights of the state's uh, to decide that and said that the, the Supreme Court should not be involved in the issue of marriage. Um, just a lot of really good stuff. Oh, they put in for, for term limits. Um, and then the one, though, that I've been trying to get to here, and I'm going to have to go through it quickly because we're, we're running out of time in this segment, but uh, the, the repeal of the Johnson Amendment. You probably have heard about this. It's been a huge deal. Uh, it's what a lot of churches are talking about. The Johnson Amendment is a, is a 1954 law, and uh, it's it's the U.S. tax code rule that prevents tax-exempt organizations like churches and educational institutions from endorsing political candidates. So it came about in 1954, then-Senator Lyndon B. Johnson was running for re-election in the Senate. And th- at the time, he and other members of Congress pushed for this amendment so that they could stop support for their political opponents' campaigns. And uh, a lot of people have argued that the amendment also was made to stop black churches from organizing to support the civil rights movement. All Section 501c3 organizations are absolutely prohibited from directly or indirectly participating in or intervening in any political campaign on behalf of or in opposition to any candidate for elective public office. The IRS explains on its website, violating this prohibition may result in denial or revocation of revocation of tax-exempt status and the imposition of certain excise taxes. So I asked you this question yesterday, and I think this is the question that we need to answer before we can answer anything else. And that is, um, should nonprofit institutions have to pay taxes? Period. That's it. I'm not. Don't throw in anything about politics. Just should tax or should. Uh, nonprofit institutions like churches, um, like educational institutions, any nonprofit you can think of, should they have to pay taxes? The answer to that question is either yes or no. Then you go from that question to should they only have a right to tax exemption if they put aside their right to free speech? Now, I I would answer that question by saying no. I would say yes, you should uh, be able to have a tax exemption because you're a non-profit institution. I don't believe... Well, I think that there's a lot of problems with our tax system as it is. This is just one of many. So overturning the Johnson Amendment sounds fantastic. 
Because the First Amendment dictates that pastors determine what is said from their pulpits, not the IRS. And I agree with that. I agree with the First Amendment. I agree with our Constitution. However, I also have some real reservations about seeing Johnson overturned. Now, here's why. Hear me out. If we overturn the Johnson Amendment now, which seems fantastic and sounds fantastic, but if that tax exemption goes away or the Johnson Amendment is lifted... I see this as step one to bad things, because if Trump is elected and this works out, that's great. But what if Trump loses in four years? Guess what is the first thing the left is going to go after? It's going to be the free speech in churches. And if the left gets to write a new amendment or new rules for what churches may or may not say and how that affects their tax exempt status, you better believe it's going to include a whole lot more than simply political endorsements and involvement. There's going to be clauses about hate speech. There's going to be clauses about inclusion. There's going to be a lot more included in whatever amendment they would throw on there. And so then uh, you're you're going to be facing the choice of preach the word of God or lose your tax-exempt status and possibly more. I wouldn't even be surprised if they made it criminal for churches to engage in whatever the government would then decide would be hate speech. And that's that's my concern with overturning Johnson. Now, does it sound great right off the bat? Yes, it does. Should churches and pastors be allowed to determine what is said from their pulpits rather than the IRS? Yes, definitely. That's constitutional. But if you take a step back and look realistically at the world that we live in, I fear that if we if we demand the right to endorse political candidates from our pulpits and maintain our tax-exempt status while doing it, that may work out real well for us for one term of one president's uh, sitting. And after that, we may wish that we had never done that. Now, ideally, we overturn it and we actually get to keep our constitutional rights and we have free speech and tax exemption. That's what it should be. That's what I would love to see. But in order for that to happen, I think there has to be a transformation, not only with this election, but in our country as a whole, to embrace uh, the principles and the truths of the Word of God again. And I don't see that happening right now. But it could. There could be revival, and let's pray that there is. Today's programming is brought to you by Krispy Kreme Donuts Fundraising Opportunities. Krispy Kreme fundraisers are available year-round. They can take place over one to two days or one to two weeks if your educational, religious, nonprofit, or community cause is looking for a fun way to meet your financial goals. Krispy Kreme can help. Krispy Kreme provides free fundraising materials for your use, and you can visit KrispyKreme.com fundraising or your local Krispy Kreme to learn more. Our thanks to Krispy Kreme for their support of KVXL programming. We will be back in just a minute with John. John Christ, and we're going to talk about getting offended. This is Mighty to Save from Hillsong. Don't go away. Are you outraged by something you've seen on the internet? Are you tired of typing out those long Facebook rants only to minimal response? Introducing Get Offended, the new app that helps you let the world know that your feelings have been hurt on the internet. Oscar nominations, Confederate flags, Beyonce Super Bowl halftime performance. Our revolutionary technology provides icons on all your social media timelines, allowing you to get instantly offended at the push of a button. Don't let another zoo gorilla situation go by without letting the world know that you have a strong opinion. It's easy. Simply enter your ethnicity, religion, and political party, and we'll tailor content to help you get offended. And welcome back. You're listening to The Frittle Show on KVXL 101.1 FM, Experience Liberty Radio in Las Vegas. So that we just played for you. That's the new app that lets the world know that you've been offended. Our guest today has a gift for parody videos. I mean, you got classics like Pain Bible Study, ChristianFarmersOnly.com, and the Pyramid Scheme one, which, by the way, that's probably my favorite. You've seen him on BuzzFeed. He performs for the USO. He's all around. The comedian John Christ is here. John, hey, how are you? Hey, what's up? Good to be back on the show. What, what, did I take a hiatus? What, has there been other guests or what? You know, I had a couple. I just had a couple people that I had to throw in the past yeah, couple months, yeah. but we'll, we'll have you on more often. I'm <laughs> like, hey, can I be on the show? Can I be on the show? Like, maybe not this. Maybe if someone cancels. Maybe like, not okay, this cool. month. Yeah. So when we reach a point where you're like in Las Vegas and I actually know that you're here, then, then we'll probably have you on more often. Then we'll do it. And, and the, the, the tagline is what is... Having liberty, what is it? 
Oh, it's Experience Liberty Radio. See, it's a playoff Experience of our church. Experience Liberty. Oh, yes. I see it. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yes. Yeah, me too. Ch- I'm on board. Yes, yes. Our church is Liberty Baptist Church, so then we just took the Liberty. It doesn't go with the letters, though. It's a long story, but... Le- okay, yeah. I see I, I mean, I could yeah. tell it to you, but people might not want to hear that. So. <laughs> so, no, they might. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's good to be on the show. Yeah. No, actually, I was in L.A. yesterday. Since you're in L.A. and I was just... Okay, you made me think about this. So now I have to ask you about it because you're a comedian and it's your city. So now that I actually work on a Christian radio station, I pay way more attention to other Christian radio stations than I ever did before. Before it was always okay. just like, oh, music, fun, sing along. Now I actually listen and I like listen to right. their playlists. I listen yeah. to see their transitions and different things. Yeah. You guys have the fish. And I'm, the fish. And I'm yeah. driving and I'm like, that doesn't even go with anything because you have to start your call letters with a K. How yeah. how are they making fish? Yeah, how are they just like circumventing the whole? Sur- yeah, it's like K love. I get that. Right, because they've got you- the K and they've got the L O V. All right, good job, yeah, guys. Good like, job. It's like uh, K K rock. Obviously, we have K rock. We have K love. How can you just be like F I S H? Yeah, we need to talk to them about that. I don't know, unless they're like K F S H or something. I don't. But I'm just like the fish. Where'd you get? How'd Maybe you get? Uh, how'd you get the fish? And I got stuck with yeah. KVXL because those are the only letters of the alphabet soup that are left. Well, yeah. you know how Christians—they don't have really like it's all about. It's not about money. It's about like reaching people for Jesus. They don't have to mm. follow the rules. I think that's how it works. Oh, you know what? Yeah, that's that's a really good point. They're putting their uh, they're putting their application in. They're like this says FIO. You can't. No, you can't do that. I'm like oh, that's about money. And they're like, okay, yeah, you're good. So cool. Like it, more people will understand that we love Jesus if we call ourselves a fish. But anyway, get it because Jesus made a fish. We're fishers of men. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We'll st- yeah. I'll stop. You know, mocking my competition now and move on. <laughs> I mean, because like they haven't had you on, so I figure we're a step ahead. Um, yeah. 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 So get offended. This is your new movie. I love. Yeah. Well, it's not a movie. It's your. It's your short film introducing uh, this. Yeah. Quote unquote it's a commercial. App. It's, a, it's commercial. a commercial. Thank you. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. But you have taken such a timely topic and just shown yeah. the absolute ridiculousness of it through comedy. Yeah. So, but here's here's what I really want to know: How often do you use your get offended button? <laughs> uh, you know what? It when it's all about uh, it, when you're scrolling the you're scrolling through your timelines. I've always said that there's two things that you should be entirely selfish about in life and that is the person you marry Mm. and the people you choose to follow online i think that's i think that's like totally fair because that phone is in your hand in your pocket at all times and when you're sitting at a stoplight or you're in line at the grocery store you're scrolling through that thing and if something induces negativity or hate or offense in your life then as someone who's trying to be happy i feel like you should get rid of it right Mm -hmm. So yeah. I don't like my buddy. I won't mention his name, but he told me the other day. This might be a little too far, but he said he unfollowed his wife on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you could pull that off. But like, he's he's like, babe, I love you, but like these like Etsy shop and like Pinterest board stuff is not. Int- and I just get annoyed. I love you, but I don't care about this. And he's so young. <laughs> that might be a little far, mm. but like, if it's something is like, I don't understand why no one like if something is offensive to you. Even there was there's been news stories the last couple of weeks that are in general either I disagree with or I take a different opinion of. I just said, hey, you know what? For today and tomorrow, I'm gonna stay off the internet because yeah. that it's just gonna fire up anger inside of me, and like, so I'm just gonna. You know what? I'm just gonna go do my own. I'm not gonna be on. I'm not gonna scroll my Twitter maybe tonight because I'm just gonna be angry. Like, and people think the problem with the internet is everybody has a voice, and everybody shouldn't have a voice. I believe that. <laughs> that sounds mean, but like, the internet is good in a lot of ways. Where now, like, uh, people that were in like abusive situations of power, people can now speak out. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. good. And policemen. Granted, I'm sure there's. Plenty of great ones, but some have been crossing the line and have been for a long time. The internet, it was video now. that I feel like, in general, that's a good thing, that the police are now, at minimum, at least being held accountable. I feel like that's good. But the bad part about the internet is that every 
idiot and clown that has access to the internet now has a voice, and that's a problem. Well, and because I think the problem is they idiots. they feel that they need to share that with you. Like you, right. you have a voice yeah. all you want, but why can't you just stay with your little three followers over there on your timeline? Why do you have to be stalking me and come tell or, me about how I'm wrong about everything in life? Because yeah, like <laughs> you know, you could literally you could get on Twitter right now right and now. have an eight hour name calling battle with a person you've never met before if you want to. If but why to, would yeah, you want yeah. to? Like, why? <laughs> Or why, like, if, if, if you're like, if something about, like, the, uh, that video comes out with the gorilla at the zoo or something, mm. why, why is everyone like, I have to, I have to comment. I have to. Like, all the social media is, has lied to us in a way that we think we, like, you think the internet is out there just waiting, like, what's Don Chris's opinion on this? Like, the internet doesn't care, dude. No one cares. <laughs> I, I, I've learned this actually from comedy shows where like I've done a comedy show and it bombed. No one laughed and it was like, uh, it didn't go well. And I'm thinking, I leave and I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, like I got to come back to this city. I got to rebook a show. I got to make sure those people know I'm funny. I got to, and what everyone thought when they left that comedy show, they go, huh, that was weird. You want to go to dinner? You know, yeah. like no one thinks about like, you know what I think about all day? Me. You know what everyone else thinks about all day? Not me. Them. Right. So they're like no one cares about you, which is sad. But then it's also kind of like it's it's comforting. You're like, hey, not, no one. It doesn't matter. And then you can move on. Right. So and it's this choice that we're making, and it seems I think it's worse with millennials because we've grown up Way in, worse. A, in a culture yeah. where everything we say and do has to be documented, and everything right. we think has to be expressed. But right. it actually doesn't, especially when no. I, my favorite is it's like I, I can just scroll through my timeline right now and I see a headline which is completely misleading, but it convinces me so much that rather than read the actual article, I'm right. just going to be offended based on these six words. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, like uh, and like I saw yesterday, like Trump turns down uh, introduction or turns down speaking engagement for the NAACP or like you're like, oh. And then you you know kind of like read the article. You're like, oh, it was just because he had a prior engagement, and then he uh, like, oh, okay, so it wasn't like a like or you read the headline. Yeah, the headlines are what gets you. Mm-hmm. You're like, I got or like gets you emotionally like, Brr! but then like, wait, so like one of the lines in that video, which is one of my favorite, is like, see a YouTube video that you don't think is funny. What are you gonna do? Just move on with your day? <laughs> like people don't know that that's an option. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a possibility. You could actually like, not be offended. Hold on. You, wait. You, so, so wait. So you're telling us we're in charge of our emotions? Hold on. Mm. Hold on. Slow this. Hey, remember the days growing up when? Um, okay, now you're making you're, us sound really old. But okay, go ahead. Growing up, I mean, I don't know. You're probably like in your early twenties. I'm just saying, growing up. No, like, you thank know, like, you, but I'm not. I'm, yeah. like, like three years ago, you know what I'm saying? Like when you were in high school. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So back in the, the good old days, yeah. Back in the day, remember your parents were like, you're, you 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 leave church and you're like, you, your parents just like took you to a place for lunch or just like, this is what you're eating for dinner. Like yes. remember when you didn't have an opinion? Yes. Like you weren't like, hey Crystal, what do you think about the like where do we like? It doesn't matter. They're like, my dad was like. We don't care about you, but like your opinion literally does not matter. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, and no, and just, and I think that too. You grew up in a big family. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Like we yeah. go to McDonald's. All right, you may get this, this, or this. But what? No, this. You may but get a about, McDouble, no. a McChicken, or yeah. this, and we will share. Fr- no, you may not have your own French fry. We will share the French fries. Why not? We're like it doesn't. Like we, we never asked why not. We said, well, that's the. Look at all these options on the menu. Well, those don't matter. These are the yeah. three my parents gave me. I guess right. this is what we're doing. Right. Yeah, this is no, my like, world right here. And my dad is, if I'm like, what about the, uh, what, can I get a Big Mac? He's like, oh, are you going to start paying the light bill at the house too? Right. No, you're not going to. Okay. Good point. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Like you, we like, I, I was going to tweet out something the other day and uh, I was like, man, maybe this might be taken the wrong way. But the tweet was like, Hey, everybody in their 20s that's a consultant, no thanks. 
know, but we have so much wisdom to invest in the rest of the world because we know all the things. Oh, God, because you read all the articles. I read all no the headlines, idea. John. Read all the headlines, uh, all of them. So, dude, you don't, you don't know how many emails I get or, like, direct messages or something about people, like, blaming to be, like, like social media, like, people, like, experts mm. or, like, social media. Like, we're going to help you with your social media. Yes, because clearly dude, you need help with that, but, yeah. I literally click on their profile, and it's, like, 72 followers. I'm like, dude, on what... Like, what level of delusion are you under? <laughs> you know, people, I don't get it. I just, like, there's the, the amount of, like, self-awareness is literally at an all-time low. Yes. Well, and that's probably partially because we all get trophies, John. Yeah. Everyone yeah, is hey. just as good as everyone else. I was watching, okay. Everyone's a winner. To mention that, I was I was babysitting some kids the other day, and they wanted yeah. to watch Paw Patrol. I'm not sure if you're into Paw okay. Patrol, but if you babysit. <laughs> yeah, Paw Patrol. Thing. Yeah. So we sit down, we're watching Paw Patrol, and they're having a race. And the dude, I can't remember his name, the actual person, uh, yeah. the little boy man person. Yeah. He's Everybody like, says I look like him, by the way. Y- you do. You do, actually, now that you mention it. Uh, he's like, they're talking about a race, and the one guy's talking smack, and he's like, now, guys, we're just racing for fun. It doesn't matter who wins. And I was like, oh, it's invaded Jeez. Paw Patrol. The You're world like, is coming know, to an end. It does matter who wins. It does. And like... Why are we problem. racing if it doesn't matter who wins? It's like, hey, uh, yeah. Why we were, or like, hey, you know, when you get older, you gotta pay. You gotta pay taxes, and mm. it costs money. It costs money to uh, live in a place, and food costs money. And the more money you have, the better off you're gonna be. The right. more, if you're in, a, if you're in sales at a company, it's not. Everyone, this is like this is a competition. Like life is a competition. Everything, you, you can't just because you take the score out of soccer doesn't mean everyone else. You're, there's not opponents in life. Right, right, and that's the People thing are, we're we're instilling in our kids today that it doesn't it doesn't matter because everyone's the same no matter what. Right, and yeah. and, and in a sense, yes, we are all equal in God's eyes, and we all are equal as far as I rights mean, are concerned. Real. Have you seen some people? Yeah, I mean, I'm mean, uh, nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as success in life, like, you you may not score a goal. You may run the other direction. My nephew chases butterflies during his soccer games. I'm not ashamed to admit that he is a terrible soccer player because he doesn't right. actually play soccer. That's just a fact. He should not and get that's, a trophy. Yeah. That's and, that's just and, it. And, dude, I got, uh, yeah, I got cut when I was in ninth grade. Mm. I got cut from the basketball team, and it was like, dude, there was like a straight up, like a handwritten like list they like taped up to the coach's door, and we all looked at it at the same time. And like, Ooh. can you imagine? Like, the, maybe that's probably not. Maybe we should get rid of some of that kind of stuff. <laughs> but like, that was a little, that was a little traumatizing. But at the same, like, dude, I had a good like family unit, and I like recovered. I was sad, but I recovered from it, and then I went on to find like creative pursuits right and then uh, obviously ended up being um a stand-up comic which i find to be um the most enjoyable thing i could possibly think of so that if you think about it being cut from the athletics or told that i was a loser is the best thing that ever happened to me right because it helped you find your dream and help you be good at what, what you're I, good what at. if i made that what if i made that team we would not no, be having this conversation right now. We would not even know wouldn't. each other. Mm. I'd be I'd be sitting on the end of the bench, and then I'd be like, and then we get I get to the end of high school, and then somebody's like, "You're a good basketball player," and then at least you play in college. And then I probably try to go, and then I'd sit on the end of the bench there, and then I just I'd be a, like, "Hey, you're not good at some things. That's fine." Right. Right, yeah. and you don't have to be offended by that either. Just to you know, make this a nice little no, package. It's not, it's not, a, it's not offensive. Well, it's yeah. if you want to actually help the kids succeed. If you want to succeed in life, just stop not being offensive. offended about all the things. Like, just stop. It's a fact. Just stop. Yeah. All right. But I wonder, but where? Sorry, do you want to keep going, or do you want to no, stop? Go ahead. stop? Go ahead. Go ahead. Where? I think that where at the end of the day, where does the offense? Like, you know, see some people that are, like, healthy, happy, whole, human, adult, functioning people. Yeah. They see, like, they see something brutally offensive, but they're like, oh, man, that that's sad, or that I'm, I'm sad that they feel it. And they're not personally attacked. Like, where does the personal offense come from? 
right from like the the anim, the kid in the gorilla cage like is is it because you're 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 reflecting your own personal experiences into that maybe you didn't get love and affection as a kid that you're that triggers you you know what i'm saying yeah, why yeah. like why well, the anger though yeah and it's not like people shouldn't be educated or shouldn't know what's going on in the world you should but it's this yeah. perpetual outrage where i have to be upset about something or react to something or always give a response oh that is probably one of the things that most annoys me in life is, you know, those people that no yeah, matter what yeah. you post, they always have something to say about it every oh, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. every time. I get, you know, I bet, I bet, uh, I bet we've all, I bet in a lot of ways we've always been like this. But then when you're a kid, you know, and, and, uh, whatever the, uh, lunchtime gets cut from an hour to 45 minutes, you still like spout it off with your buddies around mm, the lockers. True. I bet we've always been like this, but now it's just like, Think about me and you. If it wasn't for the internet, we never met before. If it wasn't for the internet, we wouldn't know each other. But now, like, if something, you know my opinions on things. I mean, I try try to make most everything I post is jokes, but at least you know. There's, like, a lot of, you can can click on any of those Facebook, like, news stories. that just thousands and thousands of posts about. Maybe that's the thing. They're just, our, our fears are just bigger now, so we hear it louder, maybe. It used to be, like, me and my neighbor Jimmy and my brother Joe. And that was right. the only two people I knew. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good point. That's a really good yeah, point. And, and you had the newspaper. So if the newspaper didn't come, then I guess you I guess You World can just War live a happy happen. life. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Pearl Harbor never happened. I never got the paper. <laughs> that's funny. So here's a question. With everybody and you, and you and there's a little line about this in the in your uh in your commercial as well. I forget how it goes, but basically when everyone gets so offended by by everything, how does yeah. that affect comedy? Like you make a living basically off of offending people. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, um, how can we even know, have I, jokes if we can't say anything? Well, I dude, this, this person, this this current um, this current like atmosphere of like political correctness is, I think, to me, the best thing to ever happen to comedy is like. When, let's say, like, late 90s, early 2000s, when, like, the internet, like, like prior to that, like, I, like, uh, uh, a comedian like Lisa Lampanelli, I don't know if you ever heard of her, or, like, even Daniel Tosh, in a lot of ways, like, the shocking comedians were, like, that was the thing, right? You're yeah. like, oh, my gosh, look at this person says these derogatory, racist, or sexist things, and it's hilarious. But now, like... 15 years later, the internet exists, and we've seen everything. Everything offensive. Every there's nothing shocking really anymore. Any mm-hmm. any video or any anything anyone could say is no longer shocking because it's. So now, I think comedy has come back around to a guy like Jimmy Fallon, who like he's 100% family friendly, and like you can watch him with your parents, and you can watch him with your kids, because that's what people like. Like, we've seen everything. We've heard everything. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's nothing that is crossing the line anymore. And the, the the farther people bring the line back to what is inappropriate to inappropriate, the easier it is for a comic to step across the boundary. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. all comedy is is just saying things that people were scared to say. And back in the 90s, early 2000s, you could say, you would have to say something derogatory or like, I had a joke the other day. And this might have been a little too far, but I said uh, I was talking about the, the the gorilla being shot in the zoo, and I go, man, if it, I was, I go, I should, I, if it was up to me, I would have shot the kid. <laughs> that was like a little, that was like a little much, but like I was like, oh, get out. I said, uh, I was like, dude, that that gorilla was the main attraction of a zoo that brought in 150 million dollars in revenue a year. Mm. I'm just saying. If this kid doesn't go on to be successful, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't that thought through. But I was like, if this kid, I'm like, if, if this. <laughs> I can just picture this. You're like up there, like, okay, now I got to make this good. <laughs> I was like, oh god. I was like, dude, if this, if this kid's 26 years old and working at Burger King, like, we got a problem. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. But it was. But that's like a little. That's like a. My, I mean. 
I mean, how many years ago? Five, six, seven years ago, you can you could never have you, you would have made that joke, and no one would have thought twice about it. But now, right. like with the the like atmosphere of like political correctness, it makes I think it honestly makes comedy so much easier. Now, that being said, there are things that like like uh, there are words that like we used as kids that are like offensive, either like yeah. like uh, yeah. offend like sexually offensive. They're like man, if they're if they're First of all, if there really are kids that are like in their young teenage years that are like committing suicide because they are like they're struggling with their sexuality and people are making fun of them for being gay, yeah, we should we need we should probably stop that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Now that we now that we know that there's kids that are commit suicide because people are making fun of them for being gay, yeah, we should probably take out we should probably take out the gay jokes. Like maybe that's. But at the same time, there's other things that are like, hey, if this person's being an idiot, then they need to be called out for being an idiot. So it's like, like once we, once we saw Blackfish and we saw like what it was actually doing to the killer whales, we were like, oh yeah, we should probably stop going to Sea World now. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, personally, I'm a big fan of of Shamu and Sea Yeah, yeah, big fan. Yeah, but, yeah. But we didn't. We just didn't. Like we didn't know. I didn't even sure. know yeah. that it that it was. But now, I mean, and to what extent Blackfish is true or embellished or whatever, you're like, okay, maybe, maybe this isn't. I'll sacrifice my uh, one day of like literally people you're go like, there one. I could day actually in their life. maybe go to Disneyland instead. Okay. I could sacrifice one one hour of enjoyment of my entire seventy five plus years on Earth. I could sacrifice one hour of enjoyment to let that killer whale live. I'm, I think I'm, I'll think I'll trade that. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I do. So good and bad, I guess. I do. It's like, a, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we should probably, if this is true, we should probably stop doing this. But at the same time, that doesn't, that doesn't mean everything and everybody's just gone overboard with the, you know, I don't even want to get into it, but all of the things that people are outraged about these days. Like some people, some things are legitimately, we should be, some people should voice their opinions or be outraged. I think I'm not saying outrage is bad. I'm just saying the fake outrage right. where you change, like you change your like Twitter profile to like a background of like a Paris flag <laughs> in like support of like, oh, yes. what, or, like do you think all ISIS is over there? Like, let's get this next terror. But look at all these white girls on Instagram who have this background. Maybe we should call it off. No. <laughs> They're not. I assure you, they are not. They. No one cares that you put a rainbow flag in the background of your photos. No one cares. That's no, that's a really good point. That's a very good point. You're right. No yeah. one. No one does. And it no really. One cares, man. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. We'll, we'll just leave that one at that because I have to ask you the most important question yet, so that I can let oh, you no. go. How far is too far? No. Oh. Okay. What? Because I mean, we're talking about get offended. Your new commercial oh, right. video that that yeah, was yeah, kind of yeah. the theme. So what right, I want right. to know is, what are the five most offensive foods? Foods. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Well, I, first of all, I live in uh, Santa Monica, mm. in uh, Los Angeles, and I <laughs> walked in. I was I at the Santa in. Monica Pier yesterday. That just got oh, more man, funny. Oh man, so close to it. We could have just had this conversation in person. We could have. It's a, mm. uh, Whole Foods. It's just, I had to watch the Whole Foods. I just got a bottle of orange juice for breakfast, and it's just, it's gone, it's gone way overboard. Anything you buy in there is just, the top five most offensive foods are the top five highest selling things at Whole Foods, because it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you can't go, You, I love, I love Whole Foods, but you can't go there without getting shamed for something. You're like, Yes. Ah, uh, is this a bottle of orange juice? Well, another twenty-five cents, and you can give a bottle of orange juice to a kid in a third-world country. I'm like, no, I don't. I just want this orange juice. Mm, would you like a bag for this? Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, because we can donate your bag to like a, an underprivileged single mom. We're like, what? I just want. And they're like, uh, do you want your receipt? I'm like, yeah, give me the receipt. <laughs> or you can donate this receipt to a scarf for an underprivileged child in a third-world country that's cold. I'm like, good. Lord, I just want to get out of here, dude. And like, heaven forbid you go in there and like find like a DiGiorno pizza or something Ooh. that's going to fill you up. That, okay. I'm sure if anyone that, you know, works at Whole Foods or is a big aficionado 
is probably offended that you just used the word DiGiorno's <laughs> and Whole Foods in the same sentence. I, I had, I think I had an Instagram one time where like, if you want to, if you want to get people to stop judging you, I got one of those Whole Foods like soup cups, and then I like filled it with Oreos or something <laughs> like that. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> do the trick. Uh, yeah, do it. All right. Well, thank you. We, uh, I love love your stuff. Where can people find you online? A uh, John John B. Christ on everything: Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, uh, Periscope. You, I don't know everything. And then JohnChrisComedy.com is my website URL. So come John find me Christ. and uh, tell me what you're tell me what you're offended at, even if it's at this conversation, and we'll uh, I'll retweet yeah. I'll retweet it. That's for you. totally cool because then we can just argue with them for several hours about you yeah, know why they perfect. why they shouldn't be offended. But seriously, you should go <laughs> check out John Christ. His YouTube videos provide endless hours of entertainment. Well, not endless because they do actually end. There's only so many that he has. You can start uh, over then. You can start over. It's true. It's true. You can start over. My favorite one, seriously though, is probably the pyramid scheme. I just have a general rule that I don't get involved. (laughs) I don't go to any parties. I don't care what is being sold. I just have a rule. I'm not, nope, I'm not going. It just makes it simpler because every one of... Well, not every one of my friends is selling yeah. things, but, but every time I get on Facebook, yeah. somebody's got something new. I'm like, that's great, guys. Yeah. And I love that it works for you. I love your success stories. Congrats hey. and be well and prosper. I'm not coming to your I'm party. Gonna give, I'm going to give you a little hint. Uh, yeah. It's not going well for them. That's, that's their <laughs> success stories of somebody else. I promise you right now, the top one, it's like 1%, 1% of everyone in those things makes money. Yeah, well, that's, that's a fact. But see, John, that's, that's the fact. key. You have to get in yeah. early. You yeah, see, you got to get I mean, in early. You just, yeah. What you need to do is create your own pyramid scheme, and then you'll be set. Well, yeah. I, well, I'm actually, I've been like gaining a lot of weight, but I haven't been like, a lot of people are like, diet and exercise works. And I'm like, whatever. I've been wearing this wrap around my stomach that's actually um, helping me lose weight. So uh, there you go. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's johnchristcomedy.com. Check him out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all the places at John B. Christ. And his new commercial slash video is Get Offended. It's awesome. Go check it out. Always a pleasure to have John here. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. And that's it. Time's up. My hour is over. But don't cry. I'll be back tomorrow. I don't actually know who's going to be our guest on the show tomorrow. It's a mystery to us all, but I'm sure it will be phenomenal. We're going to do a lot more uh, news and headlines because we haven't gotten to them as much this week because of the RNC convention, uh, which will be wrapped up tomorrow. And then, of course, on Friday, we'll be back with Renita to give things away. So be sure to catch us 7 a.m., 6 p.m. here on KVXL 101.1 FM in Las Vegas. We're streaming online at KVXL101.com. Coming up right now is Dr. David Tice with Living in Liberty. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow.